Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Ask Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian, and welcome back to Weeb Wednesday, not on a Wednesday. And I have been looking forward to this week's series because there is a show that came out this season that is easily, and I mean easily, my favorite so far. And oh my God. Uh, I I just I can't wait to talk about it. I can't wait to continue to watch it and continue to go on with this show's journey. However, we will save that for later because the first show is, is Tokyo Revengers. Now, this is one I spoke on at the beginning of the season. And after watching episode one, I can assure you that this is going to be a worthy watch this season. From what I've previously gathered to how the episodes actually went down, the element of the protagonist being able to travel back in time doesn't seem like he can voluntarily do it at the moment. But the ending of the episode was the best part with the protag seeing his girlfriend's little brother and confirming that he wasn't just dreaming. And I'm just giving you bits and pieces and everything like that. And I'm just giving you bits and pieces of the episode. I don't want to say too much and spoil too much. However, we're only, we're only one episode in, but um, I won't say much past that. But I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend it. You can check it out on Crunchyroll. You can check it out on Verb. There's lots of other platforms and everything. So that is one I definitely recommend. The next one I want to talk to is Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatoro. And that one is, uh, I mean, it provided a good amount of comedy and everything, all in all. But, you know, it was pretty average. It's like a pretty average show. Um, I'm kind of, I'm going to continue to watch it. I want to see how it goes. But it was a pretty average show. It goes by how you would expect from the summer with the first, like a first year constantly teasing a second year boy. The second year protagonist is already a loser who gets picked on by multiple of other people male and female other like other than the first year that's already teasing them and everything she comes off as helpful at first but then turns into an opportunity to tease him but unlike other people that tease him like he like she seems a bit different he even states that she ticks him off but that he doesn't hate it that much and and honestly implies that he actually likes talking to her just basing it off the first episode, I'm honestly intrigued to see how this transitions to a romance, and I'm definitely going to continue to watch, like, give it a chance. And if you're into slight, you're like a slice of life fan, or you're into like those type of shows, I think you should. I think this will be a good way to pass the time. And who knows, it might like blow up bigger after the first episode. The first episode, I'm just saying, like, was like you know, there was nothing about it that just was like boom and caught my attention. And everything. It just seemed pretty average, but it does have potential. And I'm actually going to, like I said, I'm going to keep watching it and see how it continues on. Um, So let's transition into a returning anime now. And the returning anime I want to speak on this week is How Not to Summon a Demon Lord. And let me just say this. Fan service, fan service, fan service. There's a lot of that where a stereotypical neat gets East Sky into a game where, you know, you were OC in that game, and now you're not only OC, but you have a growing harem as well. Like, all that, you know, when you think of a bunch of those isekais and everything, the stereotypical ones, especially the ones that, like, I say, the ones I say are stereotypical aren't the original isekais, you know, that came about, like, the 
Sword Art Online and all those other ones that were like the first couple the big ones and everything. They're the ones that came along and jumped on the hype once people were like, oh, East Skies are in and everything. They're those in the ones that didn't really, they don't really explain why people got East Sky, what happened, everything like that. They kind of just be like, oh, I'm in this world, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I'm OC, everything like that. So it's kind of, it also is kind of similar to Overlord too, because if you remember with Overlord, um, how he got trapped in the game that he was already OC at, and like he was already OC in this game. He was really like, you know, overpowered and everything, and he got trapped in that game as his character. That's basically what this person is doing, and he's taking on the name Diablo. He, this is his character and everything, and he's summoned into the world, so he already has all these abilities. So he's already overpowered and everything like that. But, um, yeah, so did I mention the fan service? Because, again, that is heavily, heavily emphasized. And how our fan service aside, I actually enjoyed this show. I, can, I enjoyed the corny humor and the fantasy aspect. Um, I liked the fights. I liked all that fantasy. Because uh, I, I like Isekai. I like Isekai animes. And they were... When I fell off for anime for a while, Isekais kind of brought me back. Like, I took a little break from anime, and I didn't watch anime for, like, I don't know, like, a year, basically. Honestly, I didn't watch, like, a new anime in, like, a year, and I was, like, just burnt out of it, didn't even watch it no more. And Isekai animes kind of brought me back into, like, binge-watching and watching heavy again, and so that's... So I'm so I'm all for them and everything like that. So I'm I'm a big fan of them, and so I I, I still like it even though it's kind of like corny in certain aspects and everything. But I'm definitely I'm definitely interested to see where the story goes from now that the Demon Lord has been you know quote unquote taken care of because in the first season the Demon Lord was already taken care of and everything. Spoiler alert! But I mean this is a returning anime, so I would hope you've already seen it, but. He's quote-unquote taken care of. Uh, you'll see what I mean by quote-unquote if you haven't watched it yet. But now with this latest season, we're starting to find out more about like the church, the priest side, and everything else. Where the original, like I said, we focus on like the demon elves and all those other like races and stuff. And we're starting to get more into the game aspect because he's found now in the second season, he's found one of his old dungeons. And he's excited to go there because his is literally his old dungeon um, from when he played the game. And we're starting to find other really powerful characters, which, you know, of course you're going to find that because as if you have an overpowered main character as the story continues along, you have to introduce more powerful characters to, you know, give the new protagonist a challenge and everything like that. So... After seeing the last episode, I'm kind of intrigued to see how this continues. So I definitely recommend it. If you can get, if you're not into fans and you really just can't get past that, then don't even waste your time trying to get this. If you're heavily into fan service, watch this. And if you like East Skies and you can ignore fan service, watch this one. Cause that's basically where I find it. Like I love East Skies and I can kind of ignore the fan service part. And I definitely think you should watch this one. Um, yeah, I don't. Dang, this might be another short episode because I'm going past. Now. I, I didn't. I only planned to talk about a few animes this time because I didn't want to burn out too much. I think I might have to start talking 
more animes on these shows because I know the season and it's like we're going a season at a time. And I was trying to like divide it up, maybe like, you know, a handful, four or five animes of a podcast. But when I be sitting here just talking about them, especially early, I think the problem is early on. Because early on, you know, we're only one episode, two episodes in. That kind of leaves us not much to speak on in regards to these animes because I don't want to spoil anything because usually I start reading. If I like the anime, I start reading the manga and everything. And I don't want to spoil anything into that regard. So I try to stick to the anime only topics and the things that happen in anime only. But uh, I think I might start changing up. Like these last two ep- these last two episodes of Weave Wednesday, I mean, um, yeah, Weave Wednesday. Now on a Wednesday, have kind of opened my eyes to so we might start remixing this series, and we might instead of just doing, you know, we just talk about the new anime of the season, and then we speak on it one time, and we're just going all the order until we finish them on. We might start breaking it down more in. We might talk about more instead of just doing like this four or five anime and just talking like this. We might talk about like 10 anime on one time. But then once I start getting the more popular and the more, you know, big anime that I feel like everybody's going to like and I feel like people should watch. Then instead of just not talking about them again until the very end of uh, we the season, then we start just discussing them week by week, honestly. Like even though I'm talking about let's say Tokyo Revenge. I'm talking about Tokyo Revengers this week. So normally I wouldn't speak on them next week or the week after or the week after. And then if I, if they turned out really good, I'd speak on it at the end of the winter anime season. Instead of breaking it down like that, we might just be like, Oh, Tokyo Revengers is really good. Uh, I'll, we, we watched some other animes. They weren't that heavy. And so like the first half, we might start like spitting on, you know, Wrapping on what's called the anime, the new anime and everything like that. And then the second half of the show, we might start honestly just, you know, just going back and recapping some of the other anime that we had spoke on before. So we might start doing like this because right now it looks like this might be honestly like a 15 minute episode, 15, 20 minute episode. But um, honestly, I was about to take a break, but honestly, I don't even need a break. I wanted to take a I had scheduled to take a break after I talked about how not the um some of the demon lord but honestly i don't even think i need it because we're only like 10 minutes in this is gonna be like i said short episode so scratch that scratch the break we jump we're gonna stay right into it um so this this is the show this is a show i couldn't wait to speak on this show this might not be i Honestly, this might not be the most popular of the season, but it's definitely going to be my favorite. And if it's not the most popular, that just lets me know a lot. Um, I feel like I feel like this one could be hitting like like top levels, like top tier levels of animes. And I I think just maybe because of the subject of what it is on, it might not the crowd, it might not the crowd might not automatically just you know jump on and pounce on it right away and it might take them a little while and it might be one of those animes that uh like after season two three four whatever people are looking back at it that is more popular from there and this one is um that would be 
and that would be um farewell my dear Kramer. That's the one that farewell my dear Kramer. Now look, I know you're probably confused by the name, but this is a shonen sports anime. And I was so confused too seeing that name. I'm like, I saw this on Live Chart Anime because that's why I look for all the anime the season. I prep, you know, I prep myself, be like, oh, I need to start doing some research on this one, doing research on that one. Oh, that's one I've already knew about. I'm excited about that. You know, you look up the anime that's going to be talked about that season, and you already get, you know, a good feel for it. But and before even knowing this one was a sports anime, I honestly just clicked off of dismissing it altogether. And I was like, just looking at the cover art and everything. But, uh, ha- like, I was bored one day just scrolling through the simulcast tab on the Crunchyroll when I saw it. And I was like, huh, this was one of the new ones. And I, at first I was like, ah, this looks like, like a slice of life romance type anime. I'm not even sure. I didn't even look at the full cover. I kind of just glanced at it right there. And I was like, eh, it, it looks like it might be okay. I'm bored. What can I lose? Let me just, I got to review all the, I I review animes anyway. So let me just check to see how it is. So I turned it on and I was dead wrong. I went into the show with no expectations, but at the end of the episode, I was, I was desiring more. I was desiring more and I wanted another episode. And luckily they did have a second episode. So I watched that one as well. And honestly, I believe this potentially could be the next big sports anime, like a legit tier one S tier, like worst case scenario, a tier like anime. I honestly feel like this could, that's, that's the potential. I feel like this anime has in my heart. heart. I honestly feel like this could reach like the levels of Haikyuu, Ace of the Diamond, Prince of Tennis, like the, like those type of shows. In a worst case scenario, honestly, like if it doesn't hit the potential, I think it is. I think it can still be like a Kuroko's No Basket. That's that's honestly how good I feel like this show could be. Like, think about that for a second. I think it's floor. It's floor. It's Kuroko's No Basket. And Kuroko's No Basket is extremely popular in the sports anime community. And I feel like this show's floor is Kuroko's No Basket. However, the only thing about this is the anime is centered around girls soccer. That's where I think this won't be as popular. There's multiple reasons why there. Because if you look at a lot of the extremely popular shows, like the ones I named earlier, the Haikyuu, Ace of Diamond, Prince of Tennis, Kirko no basket. You even go to like the Ahuru no Sora, like all basically like that, like slam dunk. All the big time when you think of sports animes, all the big time sports animes you think of, there aren't like even with like the the newer ones that are stuff like that. It, they aren't really female based. Like they're not they're not female based. Like female oriented in. With the with those sports, they're mainly they're they're honestly a male driven like dynamic because obviously the the most people that watch what like with shonens they're aimed at young men between like the age like between like teenage and young adults that's that's their demographic so you don't really see them aiming for like female sports or anything like that and so I think that might be the reason that this show gets held back 
because it's centered around girls soccer. Not <coughs> excuse me, I'm still coming down off that sick that we was from last episode. But um I feel like even if it was like male soccer or something like that, it could probably be more popular just off the ignorance. You know, people are ignorant that they're gonna see it and they're gonna be like, oh, X, Y, and Z. However, I still I'm still rocking with this show and I really feel like everybody should give this one a chance because like I said, it's centered around girls soccer and you see the viewpoints from multiple girls to the point where you aren't even sure who the main character is, like who the main protagonist is. I know you can have multiple like main characters, but the, whoever the main protagonist is, you're not even sure who it is. And like, I know, okay. If you read the description, they speak on two of the characters, but as the episode and the series continues on, it seems like any of these girls could be the main protagonist. Similar to like Haikyuu where you, wait, it doesn't really focus only on Hinata, but on other characters as well. But the difference is you can honestly see that the story, this is Hinata's story. This like, he's the main protagonist and it is his story. And there's nothing like, yeah, they, they focus on everybody else as well. And they go through their character arts and their background. They develop them as well. That's why I love Haikyuu so much. That's why it's my favorite anime of all time. But you can still clearly see is he not the story. After the first episode of this one, I immediately like from the get go and throughout the whole like like I immediately uh like like what was I saying? I was saying get through the get to go. Like when I was watching the episode, I was like, I need to go see when this show comes out again. And once it finished, I went to live chart to like see what day this show comes on. And after that, like. I saw the second episode and then I was like, okay, I only have to wait a couple days for the third episode. And I think that can be usually on the strong shoot because you see a lot of the, you know, the better animes and the animes they're trying to promote more. And the animes that are usually the most popular from the season, they're usually on the weekends. Like the My Heroes and shows like that, Attack on Titan and stuff, they usually aim those shows towards the weekend. Occasionally you'll see a show like, you know, Black Clover that's on during the week. That's an extremely popular one, or uh, the sl- like slime like that. That that's a popular one that's during the week. But for the most part, the ones that are that people think are going to be the most popular of the of the series, like of the whole season, they're usually on the weekends because you know that's when people usually have more free time to watch. So if you know your favorite show comes on on a Saturday morning or Sunday morning or whatever like that, that's that's usually when you have time to watch it. Whereas if it shows up on Tuesday in the morning, you don't really have time because you know, you're working everything like that. You fall behind on those shows and you have to just binge watch it later. This one falls on a weekend. So I feel like that, that can also be a, like a plus to see, you know, maybe who knows it might be able, you know, it might be able to come out like that. But, um, anyways, I, after watching the second episode as well, I began reading the manga, and honestly, I can say I'm not disappointed. The stars are all the first years, and for, like, who, for one reason or another, decided to come to school, that was a fallen, like, a fallen powerhouse. And I know that sounds familiar to some of y'all, a fallen powerhouse, so, and... So like anyway, like there's there's four really main first years. Honestly, honestly, let me let me see. 
there's three main girls. There's this fourth that's there with them. She's always there with them, but you know, know which ones are the real, you know, the real like ballers. You know the ones that are really there. And the fourth one, she she just kind of she's there. She don't do nothing else, but she she always just she talk a lot. She there for chatting. She chat a lot, but she not she not really one of those, you know, those superstars. So, um, like I said, honestly, it's just the three and everything like that because she's the fourth one's not on their level. You have one who's coming from a top three powerhouse middle school, like one of the one of the big middle schools, and recruited by all these top high schools and everything. But she decided not to go to any of them, and she came to this fallen powerhouse and everything um and then like you'll you'll see the reason why if you once you watch it and everything and there's another one who's just like she's just like this raw star who was stuck in this bad situation in middle school like her her middle school team was not good and they held her back so much like I know a lot of people, you know, to do the small, would you rather be a small fish in a big pond or a big fish in a um, small pond? She was the big fish in a small pond, but she was an, like, she was a fish that obviously, obviously way outgrew her pond to the point where she was, she wasn't even able to grow anymore because like she, like you said, she couldn't even fit in her pond anymore. Like it was obvious that she had outgrown her pond. And so they were just holding her to back. Like she has no accomplishments from um, middle school. She isn't really known. And she was basically playing soccer by herself due to the fact that her team wasn't able to keep up with her. And you see that early on too, to where she's like, she still got heart and she's trying to do X, Y, Z and she got to carry her team, but her team can literally just not keep up with her. Like they, her, her skills is just on another level to where the way she thinks and the way she moves like she just her team can't keep up. Think about it in like basketball. If you're throwing like you're some on somebody's you're on this one level and your rest of your team's not. Think of you like you're an elite point guard and you're throwing no look passes and you're throwing and you're trying to lead your team. You're like, boom, that's where they should be if you know, because they're gonna be open there and you're like, oh, they're obviously gonna backdoor, they're obviously gonna move like that and then your team doesn't move and you're throwing turnovers or your team, you're throwing the pass, your team's not ready. It's hitting them in the face, hitting them in the chest. They're dropping and getting you a turnover. And you're like, they're slowing you down to where you have to bring your skills down to match the team. That's basically the kind of position she was in. And honestly feels so bad for her because she can't polish herself. And then the, and then finally, we have my favorite character, my easily my favorite character of the whole show. She's the one with the most potential and the most talent out of all of them. And she's someone that is extremely skilled, can pull off moves. You will see like pros move and everything. She just has no motivation. Like she, she has no motivation when it comes to girls soccer. She thinks like when she could, like, she was a star and everything. And she didn't, honestly, here's the crazy part too. She didn't even play girl soccer in middle school, but she's seen girl soccer. She's watched girl soccer. She's seen everything like that. And then she compares them. She falls into the trap of comparing them to the male soccer. So, um, unlike, you know, in real life, like what team you say, where the girl women's soccer is actually better. 
in this world, they're focusing like the male soccer is better because they're going based off of just like genetics wise, you know, how a male is just genetically more athletic and more this, this and that. So she's comparing it like that. She's like, the women's soccer can't compare because the male soccer is X, Y, and Z, and they're more physical, and they're more this, they're more that, they're this, this, and that. So she has no motivation to play girls' soccer, and she wants to play on the male's team. And so in middle school, that's basically what she did. She kept asking the middle school male's coach to play on the team, and he was like, no, 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 no. And then finally he let her just practice. And then she was getting hurt all the time because, like, the physicality and everything. But she was getting better and she was doing everything. And she was she was doing her thing. But he never actually let – the coach never actually let her in a official game, like an official, official game. And she just was always just there practicing, honing her skills, doing stuff like that. And he asked her basically, like, where do you going to go to high school and everything? She's like – I got to figure it out because I want to go to a high school with like a good male soccer team. And he's like, you can't play male soccer. Like you're not, they're not going to let you play male soccer. Why can't you just go play girl, like uh, women's soccer and everything like that? Like, why can't you just do that? And he, and she's like, they're not as good in X, Y, Z. She's like, she's giving her reason. Like they're the women's soccer is not this and that. And he's like, well, if this how you feel, he well, what he's like, there's so many different, you know, athletes. Like you're a middle schooler, like you see that happen a lot with middle schoolers. You see a lot that happen a lot with just young kids that haven't seen the entire world, and they think just because in their area, their one location, because they're so dominant and they're so much better than, or the competition is weak there, that it's just weak everywhere. I just had this conversation. That's crazy. I just had this conversation with my little brother and my little cousin because they're in middle school and they're athletic. And I've already talked about my little brother before. I don't know where he got his genetics from. Man's eighth grade already getting above the rim and everything. And I'm like, okay, they're, they're, they're bragging. They feeling themselves. And I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. But who are you playing? And they're like, what do you mean, blah, blah, I'm X, Y, Z. I'm like, I've seen y'all play. I've came to y'all games, I'm saying, but who are y'all playing? I said, y'all not playing nothing like that. I said, when you get the, yeah, you're in eighth grade. When you get to high school, you're not going to be playing like eighth graders. You're not going to be playing just freshmen. If you as good as you say you are, you're going to be playing seniors. You're going to play all this, and you're going to see how big the world really is because just that's going to be a punch in the face right when you get to high school just seeing – other sophomores, juniors, and seniors play, and you can be like, dang, I'm really not as good as I thought I was. And then when you start seeing, oh, then you start reaching out to other people in your district, you're like, oh, I'm really not where I thought I was. And then you start getting out of district and going to regionals and then state, and you're like, okay. And then you go nationals, and you're saying, yeah, I'm really, I'm really low on a totem pole, and I feel like I'm here because the competition level is here. And so I think that's just that's – just, I mean, it's a common mistake because that's just how you feel. Because as a middle school, you're not old, you're not mature enough, and you're not thinking on the level to where you see all these other people, all these other teams, and all these other levels. You can't differentiate that. You just see one. You see like the NBA players, and then you see the people you're playing against, basically. And you're like, I'm dominating them, so yeah, I'm on that path. So that's basically kind of the world she's in. And throughout, you start seeing it here and there that 
she starts playing good, uh, like other good talented players and everything. She's like, oh, but she's this girl is a nobody because you got to think she didn't play middle school soccer. Nobody knows who she is, and she's seeing people here and there. She's like, oh, oh, I'm starting to like. At first, they think she's awful when she gets to this school. When she gets to that school, everything they think she's awful because she's kind of just the soccer ball come near her and she just kind of looks at it. She doesn't even reach to try to kick it. Like she literally has zero motivation to where she doesn't do anything. She just sits there and just watches the ball and she can't get fired up and she's just getting yelled at. She's doing running laps, doing push-ups, everything getting punished. And she's just like really just not interested. And then as the game goes on, like they're doing a scrimmage, like the game goes on, she's like, She's starting to feel it. She's like, oh, I'm starting to get excited. She sees people do certain moves. She's like, oh, women's soccer can actually be cool. And she gets that little fire. And then she jumps up. And then she starts doing moves, gets the ball. She's doing things. Everybody's like, whoa, that's crazy. Like, this girl's an animal. Like, she is amazing. She's doing moves like this at this, like, at this age. And she's doing this at this level. She has that much ball control and everything like that. And then, but it only happens in flashes because she has to get motivated. She has to feel that desire to do it. And then she'll dominate and then she'll go back to normal. Like she'll go, she'll dominate for like the rest of the game. And then the next game, she has to get remotivated or the next practice, she has to get remotivated because she's like, she really just isn't interested in female soccer. But when she talks about the male soccer, she can get motivated right away. She's like, oh, I want to go play them because she sees their competition level as something different. And even in the next second episode, when they start doing that, she's even still just uninterested and they're playing a powerhouse and I'm not going to spoil anything, but I read the manga now, like I said, that third episode that's happening in a couple days, just be ready. She going, she going, she, she going to be a hitter. She, she nice. And they see her potential, but she just, she doesn't have that work ethic and the, she doesn't have, just have that drive to just where she just can just be like, okay, we got a game. I got to go play my best. She's kind of just like, whatever, unless the competition level is really high or if something else happens, she has to get motivated. So basically it's just like that. Um, but I want to honestly do want to talk more on this, but I feel like if I go into this, I'm going to start spoiling things. I'm going to start doing everything like that. And I honestly I honestly do want y'all to experience this show for yourselves. 10 out of 10 would recommend. This is definitely a series that will be brought back up as we continue to dive into this season of anime. But anyways, guys, as we always say here at the Ask Geeks Podcast, always, always, always remember to respect women. Respect your queens out there. Even if they're not your queens, your mama your friend, your family, even just random women you see across the street. Always, always make sure you be respectful to your queens out there and offer them a helping hand even when they don't need it. But always, always, always remember to respect yourself as well. And we are-